Welcome to Book Clips, a weekly podcast featuring author readings, produced by the Lesbian Review, connecting lovers of lesfic with lesbian authors. You can find more information on this book in the show notes. And don't forget to help others find this podcast by rating and subscribing on iTunes, Podbean and Stitcher. Hi, I'm S.W. Anderson and you're listening to my reading of Love by Design. As I opened the door, my breath was stolen by the sight of the leggy blonde standing on my doorstep making notes on her tablet. I couldn't say I had any preconceived notions of what our decorator would look like, but it most certainly was not her. She was so absorbed in her typing that she hadn't noticed my presence, so I took advantage of the moment to admire her intense focus before clearing my throat. Her head snapped up, eyes widening at the sight of me. I immediately fell victim to whiskey brown eyes that warmed me from within like the finest bottle of Jack, sending my smile hurling so wide it sent an ache deep into my cheeks. Her eyes sparkled in response, causing a flutter in my belly unlike any I had ever experienced. We remained locked in a stare for a long, silent moment. Finally, she rolled her eyes and flashed the most adorable shy smile as she extended her hand in greeting. Hello, I'm Peyton Kingston from Kingston Design Group. You must be Cassie Carl. Smiling brighter as I accepted her handshake, I nodded and answered, Yes, that's me. The soothing sensation of her slender hand in mine took me by surprise, making me hold on to the moment a bit longer than I probably should have. Oddly enough, it didn't feel the least bit awkward. In a sudden moment of clarity, Peyton blinked quickly and pulled her hand from mine, focusing her full attention on the tablet once again. She may have been able to hide those hypnotizing eyes, but it was impossible to miss the red flush racing up her neck and tinging her cheeks as she fumbled to open a file. The woman was a delicious contradiction. All flustered, yet perfectly tailored in a pressed black and white button-down, tan slacks cut to hug her lean form, and sleek black Louboutin heels. Her lips were mesmerizing, and the cascading waves of blonde cresting over her shoulders had me drowning in fantasies of how it would feel to bury my fingers in those silken strands of gold. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, she laughed nervously. I have some ideas based on what your fiancé had told me over the phone. I just need to get a few measurements, and I'd like to discuss them with you. Fiancé. I gasped as the verbal bucket of ice water landed on my lap. Shit. Thirty seconds with this complete stranger, and I'd forgotten all about my fiancé. What did that say about me? About us? Had my mother been right on along? And as soon as I got what I wanted, I wanted something or someone else? Stefan was every girl's dream. Rich, handsome, and kind. Why would I want to mess that up? Truth was, I didn't. At least I wasn't trying to. But something about Peyton Kingston was drawing me in, and I wasn't sure I could have escaped even if I wanted to. Maybe this was a test. Even though I seemed doomed to repeat my sins, I could change. I needed to put an end to this behavior, and it needed to start right now. Peyton's brow quirk, no doubt questioning the sudden change in my demeanor. Stepping back and waving her inside with a forced smile, I uttered a, Sorry, along with the customary, Please come in, hoping she couldn't see through me. I shut the door behind her and watched as she walked into the large living room and surveyed the area, the wheels already turning in her mind. She set her things on the end table and looked at me. The weight of her gaze made me nervous for reasons I couldn't explain, sending my weight shifting from foot to foot. May I? Her lip curled into a seductive grin that left my throat parched. Um, sure, I answered with a shrug, not entirely sure what she was asking permission for. I perched upon the edge of the sofa as she pulled out a measuring tape and went to work. Peyton moved with such grace, gliding from place to place, every movement perfectly precise and purposed. Every so often she would mumble something mathematical, probably sizing up the dimensions. And just like that, 
I was lost in her again. I could watch her all day. There was no telling how much time had passed as I sat hypnotized by her breathtaking ballet of measurements and tick marks, but I was in no hurry for it to end. Never in my life I had become so enraptured by anyone, until now. In a moment of second she had placed a spell on me I wasn't sure I could break. Peyton stopped abruptly, turning to me with a gleam in her eye and a wicked smirk that sent a delicious shiver down my spine. Did she have any idea how sexy she was? Was she doing this on purpose? Her expectant pause tensed every muscle in my already overstimulated body. Did I miss something? Had she got me daydreaming? Did she know the dream was about her? Her darkening eyes drifted to my mouth and up to meet mine once again. The subtle swipe of her tongue, the moist in her lips, sent my stomach plummeting like a ride on an old wooden roller coaster. What the hell was happening to me? You ready? Her voice was like silky smooth music to my ears. Was I ready? For what? Damn it, I knew I'd missed something. Just be cool, Cass. I ran my fingers through my hair and casually stammered, Uh, ready for what? Good lord, that was so complete opposite of cool. Flecks of gold and her brown eyes twinkled like stars on a clear night. She smiled knowingly and replied, For me to show you what I have planned for this room, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Right, I nodded. Of course she meant the job. She was here to work, and I had my head in fantasy land, dreaming of all the things I'd love her to show me in this room. In all the rooms. Though not necessarily of the decorating nature. Although, if renovations were the goal, I was certain we could demolish a few things, given the opportunity. Quit this foolishness and focus, Cass, before you make an ass out of yourself. Yeah, give it to me. Jeez, I cringed as the words left my mouth. Covering my face with a splayed hand, I peeked through parted fingers to see her laughing. At least she was having fun. I, on the other hand, was mortified. I was not doing the Van Allen name proud. As if she could read my mind, Peyton's smile continued to grow the redder I got. Surely she was used to people fawning over here. The woman was a living work of art. Relax, Cassie, it's fine. She paused, struggling to exchange her toothy grin for a more serious expression in an attempt to bring us back to business. Shall we? I cleared my throat and stood tall, nodding for her to begin and for us to move past my blundering start. She spoke quickly, her arms moving on their own as her passion for her work flowed through and excited me on a number of levels. All I could focus on was her hands and how it would feel to have them all over me. Each second that ticked by had me gravitating closer and closer as we maneuvered around the room. The sudden pressure of her hand on the middle of my back jerked me from my daze. I stared blankly, obviously not having heard a damn thing she'd said, my consciousness being limited only to me, her, and the heat emanating from the extreme proximity of her body. I was in trouble. Peyton smiled warmly, seemingly enjoying how enamored I was with her. Her hand pressed more insistently into my back, leading me to the right. Over here, please. Following blindly, I glanced at the corner as she outlined her plan to expand and round out the area and make it a breakfast nook with a picturesque window overlooking the lake. To my disappointment, her hand fell from my back, but sparks flew once again when that same hand landed on my bare arm as she pointed to the left. Upon contact, her brow furrowed and her words stammered momentarily before continuing the details of her design. I smiled, knowing the experience had been shared enough to break her concentration. My gaze moved past the intended destination and settled itself on her sculpted profile. She was beautiful, like Grecian statuesque beautiful. Without any control of my own, I reached out and touched her arm, drawing her attention back to me. I couldn't say why I'd done it. 
or even what I'd planned to say, but my body seemed to have its own ideas when it came to Peyton Kingston, and it craved to feel the intense charge between us once again. She froze in place as she looked deeply into my eyes. There was something there I couldn't explain, but I never wanted it to end. Peyton, I... I leaned in, my heart thumping wildly in my throat. Her quick, shallow breaths danced across my skin. Was she feeling what I was feeling? Hey, babe, I'm home! Stefan announced from the other room. The deep voice of my fiancé startled us from our moment. The rustle and thump of him placing his coat and briefcase in the closet brought me back to reality. Peyton swallowed hard, but didn't break our gaze. I couldn't get a read on her feelings. Was it hope or hurt? Excitement or dread? The woman was all over the place. Is that the designer's car out front? Um, yeah, it is. We'll be right there. I removed my hand from her arm and looked away, slightly uncomfortable with whatever I was about to do, even if it felt like the most normal thing in the world with her. Peyton stepped away, creating a safe distance between us, and followed me back to the living room. Taking care not to meet my eyes, she picked up her things and faced upon. Clearing my throat and standing tall, I put on my business facade. Stefan, this is Peyton Kingston. Peyton, this is Stefan. She has some wonderful ideas. I think we'll be very happy with her work. For some reason, I was highly uncomfortable in introducing her to him. Yet I forced a warm smile at Peyton and noticed a flicker of what appeared to be sadness before it. she turned her full attention to him. As she reached for Stefan's hand in greeting, Peyton's face fell into a perfectly practiced mask, sliding seamlessly into work mode. Before my eyes, she'd transformed into another person, still friendly, but more distant. It occurred to me that she hadn't worn that mask with me, and that fact gave me deep satisfaction. We were relaxed, almost familiar even, right from the moment we'd met. Leading him away to discuss her idea, she threw me a glance over her shoulder. There was a look of contemplation as she flashed a light smile. Peyton had most definitely experienced the same thing as I. What it meant, however, I had no idea. I was soon to be married to the man of my dreams, but along came this woman, subtle as a freight train, turning my world upside down. You've been listening to S.W. Anderson read Love by Design. This has been an episode of Book Clips, a lesbian talk show podcast produced by The Lesbian Review. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please help others to find it by rating and subscribing on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. If you are an author interested in sending us a book clip, go to thelesbiantalkshow.com reading for more information.